0: CHAPTER 7 OF BILLY WHISKERS THE AUTOBIOGRAPHY OF A GOAT This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Alan Lord BILLY WHISKERS THE AUTOBIOGRAPHY OF A GOAT By Francis Trago Montgomery BILLY JOINS THE FIRE PATROL When they arrived at the police station, Billy was made to jump out, and was led through the station into the backyard, and here he was turned loose he'd been there about half an hour when he heard a terrible stamping of horses feet and many bells ringing in the building on the other side of the fence wondering what the racket could be about he climbed on top of a pile of boxes that were next to the fence and looked into the yard beyond he found that the building was used as a fire engine station and that the racket he had heard was caused by the horses taking their places at the engine ready to start to a fire. Through two large doors that opened into the yard, Billy could see what was going on inside. And when he saw the men jump to their places on the engine and the driver whip up his horses, he became so excited he could stand it no longer and he determined to go with them to the fire. With a spring, he was over the fence and following after the engine at a stiff run It was a good thing Billy had a strong pair of lungs, or he would never have been able to keep up with the fast speed of the fire engine horses. But he did, and arrived at the fire in good shape. The fire was found to be in a three-storey frame house, and when they got there, the flames were already coming out of the upper windows. But the strangest thing about the fire was that the inhabitants of the house, if there were any, seemed to be in utter oblivion that their house was on fire for not a person was in sight about the place and all the doors and windows were securely locked two men ran up the steps with axes while two followed dragging the hose after them the men with the axes had given one knock to the door when billy saw what they were up to and as he had often used his head as a battering ram he ran up the steps and before the men knew he was there, he gave the door a mighty butt with his head, which made it crash in, and the men and goat fell through the opening. This tickled the crowd, who had gathered to see the fire, and they called out, Bravo for the goat! Billy followed the fireman upstairs, but when he got there, the smoke was so thick he could see nothing, and it made his eyes smart, Besides choking him dreadfully. So he decided to go out again, He turned to find the head of the stairs he had come up, but instead of discovering them, he ran into the wall, and the more he tried to find his way out, the more confused he became. He fell over something, and when he regained his feet, after having nearly gone head over heels into a box, as he thought, but which was a baby's cradle, he felt something heavy hanging to his horns. At the same time, he heard a baby cry. "'Poor little thing,' thought Billy. "'Everyone has gone out of the house and left the baby asleep, "'and now it is going to be burned to death. "'Wish I knew where it was. "'It sounds near, but I can't see for this smoke.' "'Just then, a little bare foot slipped down over Billy's eyes, "'and then he knew the heavy thing hanging to his horns was the baby. "'As soon as he found this out, He tried harder than ever to find the stairs, and presently he found them, and with the baby's clothes still twisted around his horns, he ran down and out into the street, just in time to meet the baby's nurse coming from the drug store around the corner. She was wild with joy when she saw the baby and rushed up to Billy to unfasten the baby's clothes from his horns. The child was unhurt, And the crowd soon gathered round Billy to pet and praise him for saving the baby's life. Billy stayed there until the fire was put out and watched the hose being rolled up while the firemen that were doing it talked to him all the time. When the hose was all on the cart and the fireman stepped up on the little step that is at the back to ride home, Billy walked over and stepped up also but he had to stand on his hind legs with his forefeet on the coil of hose in front of him. One fireman thought this a very clever thing for a goat to do, so he put his arm around his neck and said, All right, old fellow, you shall ride home with me, but take care, for we are going to start, and the road is rough, and you may fall off. And in this way, Billy rode back to the fire station, causing many smiles from the people they passed. As they drove into the station, one of the policemen, who was standing outside their station, called out. Where did you get that goat? Billy's friend called back. I don't know where he came from. All I know is that he followed us to the fire, where he made himself useful by saving a life. Well, we have his brother in our backyard. If not his brother, then one that looks precisely like him. Oh, I guess not answered billy's friend for there are not two such fine-looking goats in town well i'll show you come over and see for yourself so the two men went into the police station yard with billy lagging at their heels laughing to himself to think how fooled the policeman was going to be at not finding any goat there when they got to the yard the policeman looked everywhere but could find no sign of a goat so went into the station to ask the other policeman where the goat had gone but none had seen him and all thought he was still in the yard well that must be my goat then said the policeman not much answered the fireman you'll have to bring better proof than that before i give him up well i don't want him anyway said the policeman and you will be glad to get rid of him yourself in a day or two for he's the most troublesome goat you ever heard of you should hear of the mischief he got into at the flat we took him from very well said the fireman i'll stand all the trouble he will cause and with that he led billy out of the yard into their backyard and gave him a nice place to sleep a big dinner and a bucket of water all of which billy was thankful for as he was both hungry and thirsty after his trip to the fire after his first ride on the hose cart billy liked it so much that every time the cart went out billy went too and rode as he had before with his hind legs on the step and his forefeet on the coil of hose in front of him and the fireman always steadied him with his arm and soon this fire company was known as the white goat company with billy As its mascot. Billy had been with the firemen about a month when one day he heard them talking about a procession they were going to be in, that all the fire engines, hose carts, and hook and ladder companies were to be in the parade and that the horses were to have their hooves gilded and wear collars of roses and that he, Billy, was to have his horns and hooves gilded also and wear a rose collar and be led by a chain made of roses, by one of the firemen, who was to wear a red shirt, black trousers, and high patent leather boots, and his fireman's hat with a visor. When Billy heard this, he said, I won't march in that old procession and make a circus of myself. I'll run away first. But he did not get a chance. When the morning of the day of the procession came, Billy watched the firemen polish the brass of the engine and trim it with garlands of flowers tied with bright-coloured ribbons. But when they commenced to gild the horse's hooves, one of them said to him, "'It will be your turn next, Billy. "'We're going to give you a scrubbing in the tub "'until your hair is as soft and shiny as silk, "'and then we're going to gild your long horns, "'and tie blue ribbons on them "'and put the handsomest wreath of pink roses we can find round your neck my but you will look fine billy and we expect you to behave and walk in a dignified manner for the fire marshal is going to give you a gold medal to wear round your neck for saving the baby's life it is very nice of them to give me a medal thought billy and they have been good to me but i don't like being scrubbed and dressed up like a clown beside i'm getting tired of town life and I long for the country and nanny. I might as well run away one time as another. So I will watch my chance, and when they are all busy and not looking, I will walk out of the station quietly, as if I were only going for my usual walk up the street. And when I get to the corner, I will turn it, and once out of sight, I will run until I get so far away they can't find me. But for once, Master Billy's plans were foiled for just as he was walking out of the station, one of the firemen saw him and said, Here, here, Billy, not so fast. We're ready for you now, and if you go for a walk, there's no knowing when you will come back. And he took Billy by the horns and led him into the backyard where another fireman had a big tub of soapy water ready to put him in. Billy stood in the tub, and submitted to the scrubbing until the soapy water ran into his eyes and then he got mad and butted the fireman who was holding his horns clear over and kicked the other man who was scrubbing him in the stomach and then around and around the yard he ran bleating and shaking his head wild with the smart of the soap that was in his eyes here jack this will never do said one fireman to the other he's not half clean Let us get the hose and turn it on him while he is running around. All right, said the other. That will be great sport. And they got the hose. And soon they were squirting it over Billy as he ran. First on one side and then on the other. And no matter where he went, the stream of water followed him and played all over him. And if he stopped running and hugged the fence, it was worse than ever. For then the water flowed in a perfect stream and doused him from head to foot sending a spray over the fence. All the firemen had come out to see the fun, and when the policemen in the next yard heard a great deal of laughing and racket in the firemen's backyard, they too hurried to the fence and watched the fun. Of course, this only added to Billy's rage to see his hated enemies, the policemen, laughing at him, and he vowed he would get even with them some day and with the firemen right away, for he knew his strength with a bound and a quick run he made for the group of firemen that were tormenting him and butted and hooked them in all directions and sent the fireman who was playing the hose on him sprawling into the tub of soapy water that but a few minutes before he had billy in this called forth a shout of glee from the policemen who were looking over the fence and with another angry bound billy went for them and butted the fence down that they were leaning against and they made their escape into the police station just in time for billy came through the fence and after them right up to the door they had run through he gave it one butt and then turned and walked back into his own yard where he lay down on a pile of straw to cool off after his exertion he'd been there about half an hour When his pet fireman came out with a large plate in his hand, heaped full of good things to eat. And as he walked toward Billy, the goat could smell the cabbage, turnips, apples and carrots. He bleated a friendly greeting to let the fireman know that he would not hook him if he came nearer. And the man came up and set the plate down under Billy's nose. And Billy gave him a goat smile, showing that all was forgiven, and began to eat. While he was eating, this same fireman went in and brought out a kettle with a brush in it and began to gild Billy's horns and hooves. Then he tied a wreath of roses round his neck and went to get the rope, wound with roses, to lead him by. But while he was gone, Billy ate up the front of the wreath and as much more of it as he could reach. When the fireman came back, dressed for the parade, With the rose chain in his hand that he was to lead Billy with, he spied the eaten wreath and said, Why, Billy, you beat any bad boy I ever heard of for mischief. Now you will have to come into the station and have another wreath tied round your neck. And I bet you won't chew this one, for I will tie it so close to your neck you can't reach it with your mouth. As they went in the station, Billy heard a band playing, and the rat-ta-ta-ta of the drums. And when they heard the music, the engine horses, all decked in rose collars and bridles, with plumes on their heads, started to prance and pull the beautifully draped and polished engine out of the station to join the procession. And before Billy knew what was up, he was led out and made to march in the procession between the engine and hose cart. After they had started, he rather enjoyed it for from all sides he heard people say there look there goes the goat that saved the baby's life isn't he a beauty see what nice white silky hair he has yes billy thought if they could have seen the fireman scrubbing me i expect they would have laughed like the policeman did but it all tickled his vanity for billy was as conceited a goat as you could well find they had been marching for some time, and Billy was getting tired of the slow gait and being made to stay between the engine and hose-cart, instead of riding on the hose-cart, as he had been in the habit of doing, when he heard the plaintive bleat of a goat and the sound of a whip. My, thought Billy, how that voice reminds me of Nanny. Just then, a little cart with a can of milk in it, drawn by a goat, came in sight around the corner and who should be pulling it but Nanny with the big clumsy Mike Rooney cracking the whip at her and every once in a while giving her a stinging cut which had caused Nanny to cry out as Billy had heard. Mike had just given Nanny another and an extra hard cut with the whip when Billy recognised Nanny and with a bound he was at her side leaving the fireman behind him and upsetting Mike in his mad haste to get to Nanny. When Mike regained his feet, he came at Billy with the butt of his whip, raised to strike him. But before he did so, he recognised Billy as his long-lost goat, and was going to make up with him and hitch him to the cart to help Nanny draw it, when Billy made a plunge at him and sent him sprawling into the street. Then he butted the cart over and spilled the milk and told Nanny, to turn around and run toward home, and he would keep Mike off. Nanny did as she was told, and soon the harness broke and let her loose from the overturned cart. By this time Mike was on his feet again, furious and mad enough at Billy to kill him had he caught him. But with a kick of his heels in the air, Billy and Nanny had left him, and were running away as fast as they could, while the fireman and the crowd stood still and watched mike ran until he was all out of breath and in turning a corner sharply he ran into another boy coming in the opposite direction this made the boy mad and he struck at mike hitting him in the jaw that was too much for mike who was already angry at being outwitted by the goats so he pitched into the boy and they fought until both had black eyes and bloody noses and the policeman coming up at that time arrested them both for disorderly conduct While all this was happening, the goats had made good their escape. End of chapter 7